Hi, I'm Sass. And I'm Mel. And you're listening to The Last Stretch. A sports podcast. Well, my name is Sass, which is short for Safia. And uh, I am actually doing a million and one things right now, including being the media relations manager for the most winningest team in the city of Montreal, Les Canadiens de Montréal. Yeah, I actually happen to be a player for Les Canadiens de Montréal. No. Yes, number 17. I play defense. You should come check us out. As Sass was saying, we are a winning team. We're a winning team. Like, I, you know, you look on paper and there's no contesting it. Obviously, we're part of the team, but it's also a fact. Simple fact. Shameless so. promotion and facts. <laughs> love it. Love always it. love plugging the yeah. team. You know, women's hockey always needs support. So Always. You, you know, if you, wanna, if you like sports, mm. if you like high-tempo games, you know, why not come check us out? You're missing out if you haven't seen a Canazans game or any game of the CWHL. On top of doing sports, I am also kind of a scientist. I did my master's in neuroscience, so I love to nerd out on geeky stuff, hence a sports podcast that might be a little bit scientific. Uh, Mel, can you talk to me about optogenetics? All right. So optogenetics is a really cool molecular technique where you genetically modify neurons so you can turn them on and off when you want. So basically, you can control things with lights. Like worms? Like worms. Oh I did my God. master's in C. elegans work. C. elegans is short for Cenorhabditis elegans. <laughs> 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 it's a millimeter long worm, but you can learn a lot from them. But we're not going to get too nerdy in this podcast. We're going to focus on... She wasn't on lying. <laughs> she is a real nerd. <laughs> we're going to focus on sports athletes Mm -hmm. issues like revolving around athletes you know but we're not going to be just interviewing athletes we want to know you know what is the sport team around them what does it take as a unit to elevate these players to the next level yeah it's about finding you know the people who work behind the athletes who helped bring them to the point of excellence that they're at uh, and, you know, obviously parents play a huge role in supporting uh, their kids when it comes to playing sports. But there's also the trainers. There's also the different techniques, the research that's being developed out there that uh, basically teaches people how to approach different sports, different athletes from different angles. So that's what we're going to be looking at. We already have a couple of episode ideas, but uh, we don't want to give away anything. So that's why we need you guys to listen. Yeah, you're just going to have to come back and listen to see what we have up our sleeves. Um, We can give away some. We're probably going to cover some hot button issues like concussions. That's always Mm -hmm. a big issue. And as I mentioned, my background is in neuroscience. So it's always fun for me to relate the two things I love. Mm -hmm. And not too far from neuroscience, my background's in psychology. And while I plan on never becoming a psychologist, I'm glad that my three and a half years doing a psych degree won't go to waste. (laughs) I'm very happy about that. That's always nice. So I actually had a question for Safia because on the way over here, I realized I I don't know what made her get into sports. Like I have been an athlete my whole life. So, you know, sports has been basically what I identify with as an athlete. So Safia, what made you get into sports and how did you come to work for Le Canadien? So sports was not always part of my life. I'm not going to lie. I actually hated sports when I was a kid. Really? (laughs) Yeah. All right. I was like the stereotypical girly girl. Like sports is for guys. Guys are gross. They have cooties. I have glitter all over me. Barbies. (laughs) (laughs) Total opposite of my childhood. Mine was like, I want to play in the dirt. What are Barbies? 
<laughs> I want to play with the little green soldiers that you get like at the dollar store. And yeah. I had a little brother, so I was always competing with him. Like, there you, go. you know, if he did it, I had to do it better. Yeah. Which I will say, I love you, Juice, but I became the better hockey player. Well, on a side note, let's just get into that a little bit because, Mel, you told me uh, a couple of months ago how you got into hockey. Yeah, it was it was a, a plan. Basically, I used to dance. And on my way to sign up for dance for another year, I told my mom, I straight up went, I don't want to dance anymore. And she was like, that's fine. What do you want to do? And I was like, I want to play hockey. And when she probed me as to why, I was like, it's totally not fair that I have to go watch my brother play every Sunday while he only gets to come to one of my dance recitals. So it was really to get back at my brother. I was like, if I play this sport, he will have to come every Sunday too. <laughs> uh, turns out I freaking loved it um, and I wasn't too bad at it. But I think, I mean, that was the plan, but I, we had a pond behind my, my house. So I, you know, I already knew how to skate and I played pond hockey with my brother. But, you know, my mom put me in dance because she thought that would be something I'd like. And Although I do like dancing still, but not in a formal setting. <laughs> I wonder what setting she could be talking about. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, no. And uh, yeah, I always played so many sports. I played competitive soccer up until university. In university, I, I got a scholarship to go to St. Lawrence University to play hockey, which is a lot of fun because... Now with the Canadian, I get to play with a lot of the peoples I played against. Um, so that 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 introduces a new dynamic when you've had sort of this rival with some of the players, and now you guys are teammates. It's a, it makes it very interesting, and mm -hmm. it gives you a little perspective on people's opinions of. I don't know, just you know how how their college experience was. Well, sports is clearly a part of your life for your entire life, and up until this point, it shapes who you are. And I got to that point eventually. Um, but as a kid, I really couldn't stand sports. It was not for me. I have two older sisters. So you grew up with an older brother. Yeah. And I never had that like need to like one up my sisters <laughs> because my sisters are 15 and 10 years older than me. So I would have to like one up them by like a long shot and that's not going to happen. So I grew up in, you know, a household. My sisters loved sports, which was hilarious when uh, they came to Canada. So my background is Pakistani. Uh, they came to Canada in 1990 and they had nothing else to do. So they just tune in and watch sports. Very, very Canadian. It was like the most like <laughs> they should be in a heritage commercial yeah, or something <laughs> like watching that tape Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, basically. Hockey night in Canada. Yeah, actually, it would be like the perfect commercial for Canada. Um, but uh, so, yeah, they, they love sports and I, I didn't like it. I used to fight them for like TV time. And basically, uh, when I was 15, I started... So, because I didn't like sports at home, I didn't really like phys, like phys ed at school either. Not I didn't a gym like, buff? Not a gym buff. But I think it was more like I was self-conscious and nervous, and I didn't like my teacher when I was a kid. But eventually, I just started playing soccer because one of my really good friends loved soccer. And that's how I kind of started getting into sports. But I never played hockey. Never played hockey. Wait. Uh, can you skate? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have to teach you. Yeah, there's a lot you're going to have to teach me. Yeah, skating. I actually was able to skate at one point, but I haven't skated in years because I couldn't find my skates because 
the Ahmed family has a tendency to lose things in the house, um, which is hilarious. <laughs> we all know it's not lost forever, but it's, it's lost for a while. Buried. It's buried under boxes of crap. Um, but yeah, so when I was 15, I started reading more articles, I guess, on the Montreal Canadiens. Um, and we used to get the Montreal Gazette at home all the time. Uh, and I just started reading, you know, Red Fisher, Jack Todd, all these guys who basically kind of shaped my love for the Montreal Canadiens. And then I started listening to it on radio because we didn't have the channels that always show their games. Like we didn't have RDS, which was I think they they still have the rights or they used to have the rights to like almost all their home games. Yeah, because I mean, so I grew up in Ontario and my dad's yeah. a big Montreal fan. And like he's pissed all the time because the the games are blacked out there. Yeah. So, like, my parents had to buy, like, the NHL network just to watch the Habs play. It's so frustrating. You just <laughs> Like, my dad's like, your, I yeah. don't care about the other teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, we didn't have that for a while. And then, finally, we did get, you know, like, more cable, I guess. And then I was able to watch the games. But I also have a lot of pride. Like, even as a kid, I was like, okay, my entire family knows me as this person who hates hockey. I trashed it so much. <laughs> And then when I started liking it, I was like, crap, they can't find out. <laughs> like, I refuse. And I remember my sister asked this really random question, like, who's on our fourth line? And I, like, casually slipped in, like, the player's name. And she was like, huh. She's like, did you Google that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I just know, I just noticed. You're like, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. This is where we're kind of different. Like, yeah. people are always surprised at how little I know about, like, the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> like my my roommate is Aaron Ambrose and that girl could like name you every player which way they shoot how many goals they have and I'm like I just kind of like playing I like watching it too but I'm not I, I don't pay attention to the details in that way and mm -hmm. it's very weird because like you could learn a lot from watching sports um definitely but I like I don't know I guess I didn't appreciate I don't dive in too much because I'm concerned about like my own play yeah, no, I think that's fair. I mean, most people are shocked that I even got into sports having not played half of them. Um, soccer is like the only one that makes sense, I guess, because it took me a while to get used to watching soccer on TV. Because, yeah. I mean, compared to hockey, it's so slow. It's so, so you slow. You got to get used to the pace. But it's it's uh, it's much more tactical, which yeah. I enjoy. Like, there's much more strategy into exactly. it. And that's when you start to see the strategy, that's when you're like, oh, so yeah, so anyways, I, I got into to hockey when I was a teenager, and then I guess from that point onwards, I was always like, oh, maybe I want to become a reporter, because that's how I fell in love with the sport. It was through writing, through audio, and then through visual, right? Yeah. So then I was like, hmm, but I was too scared to dive into it right away, so that's why I got my degree in psychology, because ultimately what I did know for sure is that I wanted to help people. And then by like year two, you know, I was working in a psych lab, I didn't... You know, it was a really great experience, but I don't think it was for me. And that's when I was like, maybe I should start writing for the school newspaper. And so I did. And I really liked it. So I was like, OK, so I started covering the Concordia Stingers. And then uh, I enrolled in the journalism program at Concordia. So like the graduate diploma, which is a great program if you just want to get a degree in journalism like very quickly it's like three semesters and you're done really yeah yeah it's intense but uh, I mean you get a lot of internship opportunities so I interned at the Montreal Gazette so it was almost like That's full cool. circle yeah it was pretty cool um really intense but it was a really great experience and then after I was like okay I need to take some time off because it was the first time I was working full-time anywhere um and when you're in the newsroom especially nowadays because they're shrinking and there's like 
you know, you need staff and whatever. And we work a lot of hours. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break. But I don't know how to take a break because <laughs> my friend, so Julian um, McKenzie and Tristan Demol, shout out to them and the Scrum Podcast, uh, they told me, I believe it was them, uh, who told me that the Canadian are looking for a communications manager. And so I was like, oh, that could be interesting. I mean, women's sports, I always supported it. Yeah, I mean, I remember hearing about the team years ago as the Montreal Stars, but I didn't know much more. I was like, okay, we have a team. And then, you know, I kind of, I hate to say it, I think I kind of forgot about it because I wasn't seeing it anywhere. And the team just grew exponentially from that point onwards. I think I was in Sejap at that point, so it was like 2010. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, it, it's it, the progress has been kind of slowish, but I think we're seeing exponential growth now. It's which a is lot good. better. I mean, if you think about it, 2010, that means the league was three years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just finished high school. Yeah, that's it. We both just finished we high school. We just finished high yeah, school. Exactly. Crazy. But yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. We really happy to have you on the team. Like Happy to be there. We Missing. need all the media help we can get. But yeah. just so everyone knows, we're talking a lot about hockey, but we're going to be focusing in this podcast on all sports. Yeah, it's not just going to be focused on hockey. Obviously, that's our main That's our jam passion. right now. It's our jam, but we are very curious people. Yeah. I mean, I get that all the time because I will just dive into new experiences. I biked across Canada after grad school just because... I thought it would be fun. Just because. <laughs> <laughs> so I Love spent it. three months living on my bicycle and it was such a cool experience. But yeah, we just want to see what it takes to be an athlete. Like I have a certain perspective, which is very different. Mine is very internal. Like Safia sees a different perspective of how we train and mm-hmm. what it takes. So we kind of want to see what we can do and find out when we mesh all these things together. Like she said, trainers, you know, or even just individuals like some of my teammates are really up on the new literature on the new ways new nutrition things you know mm-hmm. i can't say that i'm very good at that but i put my trust into our trainers and our nutritionists into our physios mm-hmm. you know thinking that they keep up with you know the new things you know like exactly. when i went to university i was like what is an ice bath like why do i have to dip my body in this cold <laughs> ice <laughs> i'm still like not sure why it really seems awful is it is it like what is that like i, I kind of like it. it yeah I, I, don't, I like it um i guess the the story is to bring blood yeah okay. but i mean we're gonna have people that are much more like knowledgeable in these areas on the show to tell us exactly. what, what we need to know well you mentioned all the trainers the physios the nutritionists those are the people that we're interested in talking to and it's not you know our goal isn't to make this the most complicated sciencey podcast we want everyone to understand you know because we you know when we were we talking about podcast ideas uh we were trying to figure out okay well what's out there and we realized for the most part it just seems like it's only for athletes and, yeah and yeah. i mean we don't want you to feel like you're getting lectured <laughs> yeah exactly. i mean i love school and i love myself a good lecture but not everyone does <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you are aware of that <laughs> i'd be really psyched. so it's 9 45 a.m and i'm like uh, i'm in class front row <laughs> tell me some knowledge <laughs> tell me some knowledge <laughs> <laughs> love it English wasn't my strong suit. <laughs> it's okay. That's why I'm here. But it's not always. I don't rely on me all the time either. Anyways, we hope you guys really listen to our next few episodes. Uh, you know, you're going to learn some stuff. You're going to meet some interesting people. And it's going to be a good time. 
Before we wrap this up, uh, I think we forgot to mention how we came up uh, with this idea with our little anecdote. It's a pretty fun anecdote. I enjoy telling people about it. Um, It was so when I started with Le Canadien back in September 2017, um, one of my mandates was to accompany players to different like media events and whatnot. So I took it pretty seriously and uh, Mel and another player, Laurence Beaulieu, uh, were asked to come on this podcast at uh, UCAM University. Uh, and so I went with them, and on our way back, we had to head to practice. Uh, obviously, Mel had to hit the ice, and I just had to usher one media, two media <laughs> people around, and then I was done for the night. Um, and we just started talking about podcasts because, you know, we just, uh, well, Mel and Laurence just started recording uh, the uh, Sur le banc. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a really cool experience. So that was the first time I was on a podcast, which is was a really fun experience Mm -hmm. because I have been an avid listener. Like my teammates are always like, what did you listen to today? Because I would probably come to each practice, each game with a fun fact. Like, okay, I heard today that... Fun facts with Mel. That optogenetics. <laughs> yeah, so basically everyone knows how much I'm like a big uh, podcast podcast buff. So it was mm-hmm. fun to be on one. And yeah, on our ride back to practice, Safia and I were talking and I was like, I want to do this again. I want to have my own show. And Safia and I was, was like, <laughs> wait... I want to have my own show, (laughs) basically. And I thought we, like, I thought you were maybe joking. I was like, oh, like, we'll see if this goes anywhere. But, you know, you know, we never know. We're busy, busy gals. And then, boom, here we are. Here we are. The last stretch. The last stretch. A sports podcast. Sports podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We won't be singing too much on the next shows. Maybe. I can't promise that. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. A little bit of Jess from New Girl is like in me. So just letting you know. It's Seth's. <laughs> it's Mel. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. So as I was saying, you guys should definitely give our show a listen. The Last Stretch, a sports podcast. We're going to be covering some awesome sports issues, athletes, trainers, all of the above, hot button issues, drugs concussions anything who knows it's gonna be an awesome experience Mm -hmm. and just look out for our next show it's gonna be a fun ride i'm excited thanks for listening to the last stretch a sports podcast follow us on twitter at mel the rock and at saffs on the go you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on stitcher or apple podcasts and by sharing this episode with a friend special thanks to x prime slash james blonde for letting us use their song my fair lady as our theme music you can find all their music for sale at jamesblonde.ca this show is produced and edited by tom zalatni as part of the upper network you can find out about all the great shows on the network at upfornetwork.com. Mm-hmm.